0: Hey everyone, I'm Ryan and welcome to the Ryan Drew Podcast, a podcast where we discuss the intersection of the creative arts, the culture, and Christianity. Join me as we explore how, as Christians, we can make creative work that impacts the culture for the good of our neighbors and for the ultimate goal of glorifying God by using our talents and abilities to advance His gospel and kingdom. All things have been put in subjection under the feet of King Jesus, including the arts, so let's reclaim it for His glory. Hello guys! Thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back, checking this out. So, again, my name is Ryan. Um, I'm a I'm an artist, illustrator. Right now, professionally, I guess I'm still kind of a graphic designer. I was working for a um, graphic design company in Michigan. Still doing some work for them, part time. So, in the meantime, I am trying to do. Freelance illustration and that kind of work. So, I am uh, thinking a lot about what to do, what to do long term. Uh, So, the next part of my career or whatever, you know, work life, what do I want to do? I don't want to do graphic design forever. I want to do illustration. I want to do art. I want to be an artist who is developing my own content, characters, um, intellectual property, because I want to have something as a legacy that I can build, pass on to my kids, my grandchildren. So that's kind of my mindset now. I don't want to work for a company the rest of my life. I want to, and I've kind of had this idea or this desire since I was young since I was going into college, I wanted to have my own company or business or something. And back then, uh, so I graduated high school in 2005, and this is right before social media started blowing up. So, you know, we had MySpace, we had um, other small sites like that. I, I never used the other ones like Friendster, but we had my I had MySpace, and that was probably as close as you can get to facebook and instagram and all that stuff now twitter um but that was just right before all that stuff hit so you know i definitely didn't it would have been great if i was coming out of high school to have had some type of social media where i could just be posting stuff all day you know and just building up who i am and throwing out all the work that i'm doing but Back then it was like you know get a go co- to job work for a company and you know now it's like if you are a serious artist you basically can just be promoting yourself putting all of your work out there on the on the on social media and chances are you will probably att- attract somebody who will want to work with you or have you work for them or commission artwork from you or, or whatever so Um, you know if I would have known that or if I would have had that opportunity back then that would have been awesome but for me it was like you know I want to get a job and survive (laughs) so I went into graphic design Um, but I've always wanted to do art illustration drawing I've I've loved drawing since I was a little kid Um, I've always been sketching doodling coming up with ideas all these, like, I used to be into Sonic the Hedgehog when I was younger, so I'd make up my own little, like, Sonic the Hedgehog characters and Pokemon and stuff like that. So, that's what I've been, not that, but that, you know, fast forward, I've always, I've been getting into, like, doing comics and things like that, cartoons and comics, um, and so I've always wanted to start my own thing, um, do my own illustration company business or whatever, but now, um, you know, since we've moved from Michigan to Tennessee, Eastern Tennessee, um, and things are a little bit different, you know, I'm still kind of in this in-between phase where I'm I'm doing some contract work part time for the previous company I was working with in Michigan, Um, I have more free time to work on that stuff and build up my skill when it comes to illustration and stuff, so like I mentioned, I want to get into concept art and see if that's something that I could do sustainably in the meantime um, because I really think that it's uh, a similar transition from what I'm doing with graphic design. So i talked about previously, you know, graphic design, you are um, you're taking the client's ideas and translating them visually so you're taking their content, their text, their whatever, and then you're also taking visuals, photos, illustrations, all that kind of stuff, and you're you're laying them out in a way that communicates the information effectively for the consumer to be able to make, you know, make a decision, make a purchase, um, whatever for their life, you know? So I I feel like that's a, not a, it's pretty small step from that, or it's it's pretty easy to translate that into concept art or, or that type of design visually where you're taking the idea of, a character or a setting or location, you're translating that visually, so you're trying to convey the um, the setting, the look, the style, the texture, the color, all that kind of stuff, so really been getting into that, really been, really have been looking into concept art, um, I mentioned like, I bought a bunch of these concept art books that I found at the store online, and um, I'm just I don't know why I didn't think about this before <laughs> because it's similar to what I do anyways when I'm just sketching things in my iPad or whatever so uh, that's that's kind of where I am right now and what I'm looking at in terms of what I want to do um, for work in the meantime because I still have ideas I want to do graphic novels and things um, so what I talked about last time or what I was hinting at was um, the idea that as a Christian, one who believes in Jesus Christ, who believes that Jesus is God, that Jesus is God the Son, um, that He is <clears throat> King of Kings and Lord of Lords, I truly believe that. Believe that He is reigning over all things, and uh, He's victorious and. He has commissioned believers to go out and preach the gospel into disciple nations. And that doesn't... For me, it was... There was a period of time where I thought, you know, as a Christian, that only meant going out and preaching the gospel, which it does, obviously. The gospel is um, the means that God uses to save and convert people. Romans 1 16, for I am not ashamed of the gospel. It is the power of God unto salvation, right? So I believe that, but at the same time, God uses, uh, he, he, you know, he, he uses the ways that we go out and, um, communicate that gospel. So through art, You know, the question was, how do you do that as a Christian? How do you use your art? How do you use your profession or skill or whatever for the glory of God as part of that great commission? um, I believe we're all called to share the gospel. We're all called to proclaim the gospel, proclaim proclaim the lordship of Christ um, in our lives and in what we do. But I think as an artist... Um, we can definitely do that without being, um, you know, super evangelistic or, you know, like just making jack trick, jack chick tracks or things like that, right? We can, we can do it in a way that is, we can do our art in a way that is pointing to the transcendence of God and his, in his works of creation, the transcendence of God and his story of redemption. So... This, uh, this pie, I guess this little episode, I was wanting to talk about story because, um, that is, story, I think, is a really, really important, um, tool for communication. So, I wanted to talk about story. Um, it's not just, you know, there are obviously visual artists who, they, they paint or they do this or that and they focus on one thing or they focus, maybe they're not focusing on a storytelling element or not using, they're not incorporating story into their art, you know, painters or whatever. I don't, I don't really know. But I think for the most part, a lot of art, a lot of, um, culture and things like that, it's all about storytelling or it's, it's not all about it. It's incorporating storytelling at some point. So the most obvious example that I could think of is, you know, our society and other cultures as well, obviously are is very story driven. So you look at the entertainment that we consume. Um, a lot of people are, are, they're just glued to Netflix. They're glued to streaming television and they're all about story. That's all they are consuming right now. Um, you know, many people read still, um, and, and I've been trying to read here and there. I've been trying to read some books, but to be honest, it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty one, and the majority of people, I think, their go to entertainment, their go to break, is television. It's, it's, uh, you know, it's it's story, it's movie, it's you know, a series on Netflix or whatever. So that's kind of what we've. Well, we've gone to, um, and that's, you could call that the, uh, I don't know, common language of our, at least of the USA, right, TV or media, like culture, like uh, movies and stuff. So, for a Christian, you know, storytelling, I think, is, it should be the area where we are completely dominating Completely, completely leading in the terms of the stories that we tell, and I think for a long time, a lot of stories or Christian art or Christian entertainment has been very, um, very—I don't know how to describe this—because I don't have a problem with sharing the. I I, I believe that evangelistic and gospel and sharing the gospel, presenting it in a way that is um, very clear and concise, that's, that's 100% necessary. That is 100% um, needed and I love to watch documentaries and I love to watch movies where that's the case. You know, certain documentaries, American gospel, um, I love watching biography documentaries of, of Christians and pastors and um, theologians and missionaries. I think all of that is one hundred percent necessary, because again, the gospel is what converts people to new life right but I think that in terms of art in terms of storytelling, um, you know it 's definitely needed that there is a like a fleshed out story focus that is coming from a biblical worldview so when we think of terms of story. Um, I think a lot of us are familiar with like the modern storytelling tropes or templates or techniques. So I'm thinking in terms of, um, fiction or I'm th- thinking in terms of action movies or what you would see if you turn on Netflix or you, you go into the theater, right? we that's what we're thinking of in terms of, um, what people are are familiar with so for a lot of movies or a lot of uh, stories they are using some type of the uh, three-act structure which is like the classic storytelling structure and that's just in terms of like how a story is is structured and everything the three-act structure um, you're following a main character that main character is um, starting off and then he's encountering um, obstacles, maybe he's encountering Issues or ways that he has to overcome And then he He gets put into the situation With, you know An enemy or nemesis that he has to overcome And he has to grow, go through a period of growth And face this enemy and, Or face the test And then he has to, you know The heroic story would, would be that he, that he passes the test And there's maybe there could be some type of like you know initial failure, or he's not ready yet, and then he has to go train, and then he comes back, and then he passes the test, and then he he succeeds, and then the rest of the story kind of goes out from there, and then it resolves. And that's a basic structure. The the other one that's really familiar now because of Star Wars and a lot of the modern fiction storytelling is called the hero's journey the monomyth template which was George Lucas um, structure for Star Wars that he based on Joseph Campbell and that's a very popular and overused and outdone story structure Um, and so that is pretty much the same thing but with a little bit more um, elements added to it so you take Star Wars you've got you've got a normal person a normal character who's going about his day in a normal world he encounters some type of thing that gives him an idea of, like, there's more of a world outside of what I'm used to, and uh, then he's presented with a, with a question. Do you want to open the door and go into this world and explore? And if you do, you can't really come back the same way. And then if he does, there's some type of guardian who helps him on that journey and mentors him and guides him. Think of, like, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And then he goes, and then he, he meets new people, and then he realizes there's some type of, like, you know, there's a, there's a crisis that he has to choose whether or not he's going to get involved with. And then he does. And then he, um, again, he kind of goes to this, this period of initial failure, initial um, he doesn't succeed at first, so he has to come back, train, regroup, and then he comes back again and faces the the enemy and then succeeds so that's kind of like that's a really super simplified and you know there's other ways to to add to that but the the hero's journey is the structure that a lot of people are familiar with in storytelling and movies because it's very predictable um it's a predictable um and he's not easy but it's a it's it's kind of a template that's that, that is uh, structured to let you plug in elements of your story and see if it works or not. So that's like what we're used to now, I think, when we, when we turn on our TVs. And I, and there's basic story structures too, but I, I've been thinking about this for a long time because I've been wanting... Um, I have a bunch of stories that I want to write, that I that I want to tell um, in terms of graphic novels and other things. And what I'm thinking to myself as a Christian is, well, I think that... Um, Ultimately, storytelling comes from the fact that God is the ultimate storyteller. And that history, especially, you know, the Bible, we have God's word that was written down. uh, That is the redemptive story of God's work and um, his, his victory that he will have at, at the end of everything. Right. He is, um, he's victorious. He will be victorious. And he, if you look at the Bible, when I look at the Bible, I look at it as this is God's redemptive story. And it's the greatest story ever. Um, Jesus, the God, man, you know, Jesus coming to earth, being born as a baby. Um, and fulfilling all of the prophecies of the Old Testament, all of the types and shadows that he fulfilled and um, accomplished, and then he gives his life as the as the the ransom and the sacrifice for 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 sinners as their mediator, and then he dies and he comes back to life. He resurrects and he ascends to heaven, and he is reigning at the right hand of the Father. And then one day, he ultimately is going to, you know, take back all the nations of the earth, all the kingdoms and everything, and then he's going to take those back, and then he will hand them over to the Father, and then we will be forever with the Lord in heaven, in a new heaven, new earth, in, you know, perfect perfect harmony, perfect uh, peace, and everything for the rest of the for world the rest of eternity it's like that is the ultimate story and all stories and all mythologies throughout all of history have come from that one story so i look at um and this is going to be i'll probably have to split this up and talk about this in other podcasts because i've been thinking about this a lot lately a lot lately but all other mythologies we think of like the other uh creation myths um either they are all like, um, deliberate, um, I don't want to say bastardizations, but deliberate riffs on that theme or like, you know, deliberate, maybe either deliberate, deliberately they changed that story or over time it just, it just became, you know, they just lost the truth of what had happened. Um, but ultimately there is some type of acknowledgement that God's story of creation is, is what happened and you can see it you can see the echoes in different cultures and their myths and everything pointing back to you know God creating everything and in uh, his work of redemption so I think as Christians we have it's like we've got the ultimate storytelling um, we have the ultimate storytelling template or we have the best story ever and and all of these modern attempts at, like, the the, um, the hero's journey or the story circle and all that stuff, they work. Pragmatically, they they work when it comes to, you know, a character development in and in an action and a plot and everything. There's no denying that it works, but I think it works because it is coming out of or it's coming from, in some way or another, um, the ultimate story, the story of redemption. So my, my thought and my desire is like, how do we as Christians, you know, is there a better way to look at telling our stories or, um, than than just the hero's journey. So I want to write, you know, I, I look back at C.S. Lewis. I look back at, uh, Tolkien. I look at these other giants of Christian literature and it's like, what, they weren't using this, they weren't using the hero's journey. They weren't using, you know, Joseph Campbell. They were coming from an older stream of, of uh, creativity and storytelling. And so I want to get back to that in how I tell stories. I think that there's more power the closer you get back to the ultimate um, story of redemption. So um, those are the things that resonate with people. And I think for Christians... It's kind of like settling. It's like, you know, I, I've been thinking about this because, you know, my first thought was like, well, then how do I plug this story into this, uh, to this hero's journey template or this story circle? How do I do that? And I was thinking, wait a minute, like, why why am I not looking back and seeing, you know, how, how, can, I, how can I use the story of the Bible, the story of redemption and structure... The ideas I have according to that. Because I think that that will be more long lasting and more resonant with people at a deeper level than they understand. Um, and I think people like C.S. Lewis and Tolkien and others, they understood it. They understood that that's a universal concept that people across all um, cultures and all nations and ethnicities understand in one way or another. So that's what I've been thinking about lately. Um, so yeah, I don't know, I, I'm not really, I'm not a writer, I'm not a, um, I'm more. I'm an artist, I've been, I, I approach things visually, and I think storytelling is definitely, like, you can't have characters, and you can't have the visuals and everything without the story, so um, that's just what I've been thinking about lately, is like, you know, what's the best way to tell a story as a Christian? What is, what is, the, you know, do we just settle for the hero's journey and try to make it fit in with everything else? Or is there some type of stronger, more potent uh, structure... Not structure, but more potent way to tap into a good story that that resonates with people. So I've been thinking about, you know, the different, uh, the different types of stories that you can even tell, right? So uh, the hero's journey is like the basic um, main character versus, like, you know, a, a bad guy or a villain or some type of thing he has to overcome. And, you know, there's other ways to tell stories. It's not all about that. It's not all about... There's short stories. There are... Um, there's more, like, discovery or discovery stories where, like, you know, there's some type of discovery or, or things like that. And so I've really been thinking about, you know, what what is a what is the most powerful way to, um, tap into, um, a story structure that is going to resonate and be long lasting. So I'm definitely looking back at C.S. Lewis. Um, when I was like 18 or so, I read through his, uh, space trilogy, Out of the Silent Planet, Paralandra, uh, The Hideous Strength. But it wasn't until... More recently, that I really grew to appreciate those those books, you know, and like what what he what he was doing behind that, what he was doing behind uh, Narnia, the Narnia series, and um, this idea that he's he's uh, he's getting back to, um, in terms of like the re- you you look at it and, like he's he's all he's focused on the story of redemption. I think like all this stuff points back to that, you know, he's not really concerned with, you know, here's a, here's a Pulp Fiction story, you know, here's a Western or whatever, It, it, all of it is going back to God, and God's work, his transcendence, his power, his might, his work in creation, his, his, uh, work in redemption, so, that's what I'm thinking about, um, I'll talk more about it, uh, have more thoughts about it. I've been reading a book, or I just finished a book, um, called Heaven by Randy Alcorn, and it's a book about, you know, challenging the preconceived ideas that Christians have about heaven, usually from like a dispensational uh, view of, of, of scripture, challenging that those notions and what does the Bible say about, you know, what God's going to do with the new heaven and the new earth? And that's really got me thinking about story and thinking about, you know, how would I write a story? So here's here's the thought for next time. How would, how will someone write a story in the new heaven and the new earth? What kind of stories will they be telling? Will redeemed Christians be telling on the new earth? You know, we're not going to be watching this garbage on Netflix but I believe that there will be there will be culture. I believe there will be stories, and new stories probably will be written. So what are those types of story structures or story... Like, how are they going to tell stories like that? So that's what I've been thinking about. Um, those are my thoughts. Hopefully I'll touch on that next time. I'd like to go through... I actually want to go through... Like, talk about this book, because I really... It really opened my, opened my eyes up, gave me a lot of inspiration for some, some ideas I've got. So... really excited to talk about it, maybe split that up into different ideas. So thanks for listening. Uh, hope you guys have a great day. Hope that you, if you are a creator or artist or something creative, I hope you go and do your best work to the Lord. And if you're doing anything else, obviously do that to the Lord as well. Um, and I'll see you guys later. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to the Ryan Drew Podcast. If you've enjoyed this podcast or you've got something out of it, I just want to say thank you. And please consider sharing this with others, with your family, your friends, anyone you think might enjoy this type of discussion. And until next time, whatever you do, do it with all of your heart for your creator.